You are listening to the Feedback Podcast with my homie Back. All right, welcome to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. My name is Back, and this is episode 225. Thank you for tuning in. A uh, couple announcements, as always. Make sure you follow the Feedback, uh, BAK, everywhere on social media. Uh, go to the archive. I just had Lucas McCrary, uh, Audrey Scott, uh, Zach Bocas was on. Really dope conversation there. So, and share it with your friends. This is, you know, it's a podcast. It's what we do. Uh, it helps. And if you're, by the way, and I'll make another announcement. If you're, if you're a comic out there and you have a podcast, uh, holler at me. You know, I think that there's, you know, we should like cross promote, be on each other's podcast. That's how you grow your audience. That's how you get to know people. So, uh, yeah. With that, so without further ado, let me introduce my guest. I got the very funny and the loud Jimmy Clifford <laughs> in the me, building. Baby. What I, up? I, I, yeah, I had to turn your mic down before we started this. Yep. Uh, there we, oh, God damn. All right, okay, let me turn my headphones down more. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, what, what we is, all have this, our talents. No, no, no. I, I get it. But I, I, I know, by the way, uh, let, me, let me start with some compliments. Uh you're really good host. as far as getting energy up and everything, well, what you do at the Paul room. Shout out to you for that. Uh, do you always, do you always this loud? Yeah, dude. Here's the thing. I grew up in a family of six kids and I have like 30 cousins in my hometown. If you wanted to be heard, you had oh. to make yourself heard. Oh, you're the youngest? Out of Oldest six? of six, but like number four in terms of the cousins. Oh, okay. So the cousins always at the house and you're dude, like, they, literally my aunt is my next door neighbor and my grandparents live on the other side of my house. Like, boom, like Irish Catholics, we roll squad deep everywhere. My whole bus was just me and my cousins. Going to school. Going to school, yeah. <laughs> That's got to be weird. I know. I mean, it was weird, especially getting bullied on the bus. I'm like... <laughs> well, I mean, actually, if you got, if you got bullied on the bus, they know that <laughs> some, your family had your back. Like, oh, shit, the Cliffords are here. Like, No, because here's the difference, right? Like, most kids, they go on the bus, they get bullied, then they go home, and they're done with it. I brought the bullies home with me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you 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 were high up in the hierarchy, so you could like you know dish it out as well. Right? Nah, dude, the women in my family they run the house. My sister is sixteen years old, and she is in charge to this day. Wait, hold on. So out of the six, yeah. Well, okay. Well, what's the ratio, men? Uh, it's four boy- boys, two girls, and I'm the oldest of all of them. Okay, and then the cousins. There's more girl cousins. And then there's with when it. In terms of cousins, I have three older cousins and then 17 younger cousins. And, uh, okay, are there more girls or more boys uh, in the entire... I imagine there's more boys. I think that there's probably maybe six math. girl cousins total. Uh-huh. And then... And they still run the shit? 14, yeah, they still do. Early women are strong. You know? <laughs> like, they don't fuck around, Don't dude. fuck with the Cliffords. God. No, not at all. My sister... She, yeah, she, so she has a boyfriend now. She's 16 years old. So she's just getting into that, all that like boyfriend stuff. Uh-huh. And she just dumped her boyfriend as like a bluff. Like, you mean a bluff? She's like, he wasn't paying enough attention to me. I'm going to dump him so he works harder. But then she dumped him and he just got another girlfriend and she's ah! been furious. She is not happy at all. And she's like, this is bullshit. We're like, yeah, but I mean, you did dump him. Like, yeah. I mean, she could get another guy. Yeah. To- but that's not the fun. She wants to break this one. You know, <laughs> why, why do women do at 16? That's young to be oh, trying dude, to they break start men. early. Yep. They start early. Man, these girls, I, I think girls could run the shit. Yeah. I mean, being president. No, just run shit. If like, they, they know how much power they have, 
Dude, girls do run shit. At least in my house, they do. Well, I did. Yeah, your house. My mom says. Yeah, I was at a. Uh, I was at a wedding over the weekend, uh-huh. and the guy goes, one of like my, you know, my dad's family friends was at the wedding, and he goes, "Hey, Jimmy, how you doing? Where's your father?" And I was like, "I don't know, underneath my mom's thumb somewhere." <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I see. Uh, my parents been married for like forty years or so, and do they still like each other? I shit, it gets rough. <laughs> it, get, it gets rough, and I. And, here's here's the thing where and i and i think as as men we've all experienced this it's it's not so much it's the little comments Mm -hmm. that just hits you it's it's like someone poking you on the side yeah right and you're like that was so unnecessary like you you, you'll do something let's say you're you're cooking right you're making an omelet Mm -hmm. right and then girl walks by behind you goes looks over shoulder goes huh huh that's how you do it or like a little yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, I'm I'm doing I'm cooking right now. Like if if you really wanted to help, she help, wants you to know that it's wrong. Yes, what pretty you're much. Doing. Yeah, pretty much. But she won't even. Uh, but sometimes it's like uh, I would have done it like that, and it just mm-hmm. walks off. Yeah, and you're like, mm, can't live with them. Can't live without them. <laughs> See, I'll be honest. Please. That sounds beautiful what you just said where it's just the little comments we get like a what are you doing that's wrong don't do it that way do oh. it this way yeah no we don't they don't either zero to 100 no but i think the the, the passive aggressive is is more hurtful because you're like what is she what, what does she mean mad that was not it's one thing she goes okay yeah you fucked up and then they, you actually fucked up but what if you didn't actually fuck up if you didn't but but I like in your face more than uh, take that. Yeah, me too. I agree. But, but you was in your face all um, the time. Yeah, but I mean everyone's in my face all the time. <laughs> <laughs> always in Jimmy's face. Everybody's yeah, where he takes it. Uh, I just I'm always wrong. <laughs> like uh, always. Uh, and you know I can never escape it either because I like strong women that are gonna yell at me. That's the, that's your dating pattern is yeah. like. If you look at your resume, that's yeah. what it is. It's just like girls that like yelling and don't have a lot of uh, patience, I guess. Yeah, but you're a loud guy, so you would think that at least if they yell, if if you're both yelling, but they I don't, cancel I each don't other. Yell. Oh no, I'm only happy I, if if we're in an argument. Uh-huh. I get super quiet. I talk very slow and steady, and I never get get excited. You never go above a certain decibel level. Yeah, you're if like, we're if I'm like truly angry, uh-huh. I won't go above this level of speech. Like, Wait, this so is how I talk. Where, uh, no way. Yeah. It freaks people out. No, because yeah, it's it, so it would. different. It, it, it's so funny. <laughs> because <laughs> you're like, I, if, if you're loud all the time, but when you, you sound like a serial killer when you don't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's <laughs> something wrong with Jimmy. So, um, yeah, dude, it, what it, it, you just I had girlfriends that it got, it really annoyed them. They're like, will you show some emotion? And I'm like, do you want to do you want to calm down or are you going to keep yelling? Ah. <laughs> I'm like that bitchy girlfriend when it comes to fights. I'm like, I just, I don't like what I'm seeing. And I would like to pick this up again later when you're a little bit more um, stable. Oh, that, yeah, that would, that would, 
Mm-hmm. Especially because I'm so unstable normally, but it's normally like positive, happy. You know? Yeah, you have a you have a smile on your face, like you're that kind of guy. I'm not gonna. I'm not the fighter. I'm not gonna get in your face. What the fuck did you say to me, bro? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm just like, hey, let's have fun. Yeah, and then one day you just sound like you're about to leave a ransom note. Yeah. And yes. <laughs> yeah, dude. My dad told me he's like he's like it's so much cool. When I was a kid, he's like, don't yell. It's so much cooler when you don't yell because then. They always look like the crazy one. And yeah, I'm, like, I'm the opposite, man. It's like I'm so cool and collected all the time that when I pop off, I pop off. Mm-hmm. And so I've uh, a friend of mine told me, once, uh, I've known him for 20, 20 years here in Austin. And he's like, yo, back, I've known you for this long and I've only seen you lose it twice. Yeah. And both it was because of the girlfriend at, at the time. <laughs> and and like, like it, especially, especially in public because... You know, most guys, I don't think, I mean, there's douchebags who enjoy that kind of attention and like want to make a spectacle out of an argument at the club or at the grocery store and whatever. But I'm like, no, I'm just going to just let that slide. And then, you know, you know, in cartoons when they like the spice comes up and you see the red coming up, like, yeah, 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 yeah. it's like that. And then (laughs) because I used to, I used to get angry at a drop of a dime, Mm -hmm. like really go like, I'll go. <laughs> and then, like, and you don't fu- want to see him when he's angry. <laughs> I was Hulk, dude. I would bust my head. I would bang my head on walls. I'll do all that shit. Yeah. And then I did a one eighty because my friend sat me down. I was like twelve or thirteen or something. And they're like, "Yo, back. You need to chill out a little bit." Okay, let me chill out. I'll chill out. Mm-hmm. So I chilled out. And now it's like, yeah, you don't want to push back's button because one of these days you're going to end up at Just next week. 20 years of <laughs> pent up aggression. No, sh- no but, and, and it's kind of a, and I've heard people tell me like, hey, you know, you're a very patient guy. I'm like, you have no idea how much I try. <laughs> you have no idea. I think, I think the reason that uh, most things don't bother me is because like, I truly don't care. Yes. That, okay. So that's a skill. Yeah. Right. So the ability to just turn that on and be like, oh, I don't give a shit. Like to not give a shit. Like instantly. Like say you say you're arguing with your friends about I don't know where to go to dinner or you're trying to organize something, right? And you want to be part of the process of planning the thing. And next thing you know, it takes way too fucking long. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? I'm done. But how do you see this is where I would think of it. I would be like, oh, I want to plan this thing with my friends. And then we try to start planning and there's arguments. And I just, my brain tells me, your friends are idiots. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I shouldn't be angry at this. Like, yeah, did if, you switch it off? If, you, like, if you went to like a mental hospital and then tried to plan an event, you would have a better time than with my friends. <laughs> totally. But I've learned that over the years because I used to care so much. Yeah. Like, no, 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 this is dumb. Just dumb plan. Check this out. If yeah, we go yeah. this way. And, and then at one point, I was, I think it happened maybe 10 years ago. And I just said, all right, you guys figure this out. This shit out. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Like, don't ask me for shit. Yeah. And then if, if we're not having a good time, do, see, this thing, do not bitch about <laughs> it's not it either. either. It's not me. No, it's, it's not, not me. me. It is not on me. So, okay, I'll tell you a story. My friend Liam, I've known Liam my entire life. We were in uh-huh. like literally preschool together. And he's a part of my friend group with like, let's say five or six guys. We went to go skiing up in Canada and we mm-hmm. were driving from New York to Canada to Montreblanc in my car. Uh-huh. We get there and we have a great time. We're coming back. Liam is in the Air Force. 
Uh-huh. And so he's like one of those military guys that's like very high strung all the time. And it, it needs to be right. If it's not right, then no. it's not. Can't turn that shit off. Can't turn it off. Uh-huh. So we go through the border and, you know, this is January. It's, we come back from a ski weekend. We're half, uh, hung over. We're tired. We're like wearing, you know, our snowboarding clothes. So we just look like total stoners. Mm-hmm. And the and the guy at the border patrol goes, um, sir, you're going to have to open up your trunk for me. I was like, okay. So I opened up my trunk and it was my dad's car. So I didn't know what was in it. And apparently my dad had been like transporting a bunch of hay to, I don't know. <laughs> He's going to say that. I like guess nothing. Yeah. So who transports hay in, <laughs> well, in, the trunk of a car? in the middle of nowhere, Jersey? You know? <laughs> so okay. he had hay in the back. Hay I, in the trunk. Okay. I didn't know that. And so the guy's like, why is there hay back here? And in my head, I'm like, oh, you know, it must be like remainder from the Christmas tree. Cause you know, right after Christmas, yeah. we do the Christmas tree. I was like, no, sir, you're wrong. That's not hay. That's Christmas tree. And now he's looking at me like I'm high as fuck. He's like, okay, no, pull over, please. And we're going to need to talk to you. So they bring us into this back room where they're detaining us. Uh-huh. And my friend Liam, he's super nervous. I'm actually getting nervous now too. And because my other friends are, like I said, true idiots. My friend Brendan. He's one of my best friends in the whole world. He's the funniest guy I've ever met in my life, but he's also the stupidest guy I've ever met in my life. You need those sometimes. You need a little uh, bit of everybody to make a world. I believe that. Dude, so the woman uh, that detained us is like, I need you to take off your jackets and take everything out of your pockets, and I need to know if you have any contraband. And he is a pear-shaped redhead with curly hair that looks like Orphan Annie. And he goes, what's contraband? Oh, fuck. <laughs> the woman's well, like, you got to hang around that guy to make you feel better about yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> What's contraband? And then she's like, alcohol, <laughs> drugs, firearms. And he's like, I'll be honest. I have some dip tobacco in my pockets. Uh, she's like, okay, take it out. And he takes out five tins. He had five like like skull mint tins in his pocket. He puts it on the table. She's like, why do you have so much of it? He goes, I really enjoy it. And then he takes the jacket off, puts it on the table. She's like checking it out. She puts her hand in one of the pockets and goes, oh my God. At this point, dude, my asshole's like this. It's so fucking tight. I'm so nervous. I'm like, we're getting arrested. We're getting arrested because Brendan's a fucking retard. Uh-huh. And uh, she goes in, pulls out an open cup of yogurt. What? Yeah. He had an open cup of yogurt in his pocket that he was saving for later that he chose not to tell anyone about. Why would you have it? <laughs> no idea. I have no idea. An open cup. How does that? Okay. Is it the yogurt that you open once yeah, like, and then you have to eat the whole thing, right? Yeah. So he had yogurt in his pocket. <laughs> yeah. He actually had, forget, yeah. the, forget the cup. <laughs> yeah, fuck, yeah. Fuck the cup. He had yogurt in yeah. his pocket. He he put his hand in his pocket and he went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Like he put his hand in his pocket. He had yeah. lint. Actually, he had lint <laughs> and yogurt. Yeah. He had lint flavored yogurt in his pocket. That's yeah. what he had. Yeah. And she was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And he's like, I like to snack. <laughs> She's like, get the fuck out of here, dude. I seriously, it was the closest that I've ever been to being arrested, I think. But did you get mad? Did you get angry? No, I got nervous, but only at that moment. Like, that's the only time that I can really remember myself getting, like, really, really worked up. When you hang with idiots, <laughs> that's what happens. Yeah. But other than that, I'm like, yeah, it's fine. We'll figure it out. It's just, like, I, I, I know I, bring, I brought up this book before. There's the book called The Art of Not Giving a Fuck. The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Yeah. And I read that. Gotta be subtle. Yes, very subtle. And it, it really puts a perspective on everything in life. You're like, you know what? It's, it's not that serious. Like, you know, how many times have you thought about, okay, I'm going to post this. You have some comment you know, either on Twitter or Facebook. And, and right before you hit submit or post or whatever, you're like, who gives a fuck? Oh, yeah. 
All, I do it all, all the, time. the time. All the time. I like. I, I see a thread of comments about. It could be as simple as, "Hey, I'm I'm looking for a new restaurant. I'm in town for the weekend uh, with my wife." And people post a bunch of stuff, and I and I want to go. Oh, you should check out this place. And I thought, why? Why would he? No. Yeah. Even more than that, dude. What about all these people that are like? So, as you know, I think my TikTok keeps getting erased. I, I just are you on TikTok too? I've been banned three times. For what? Uh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. There is a pattern. If it's three times, it's not just one. Well, you've seen you see the jokes that I post. They're not that bad. Like they're not offensive, but they they mention offensive topics. So, like one of the jokes was a. Uh, um, they just added two new black Muppets to Sesame Street. Uh-huh. And if I know anything about black Muppets, I have a feeling they're going to have a thing for Miss Piggy. <laughs> and they got, they got they banned for banned. that? Yeah. Wow. China doesn't fuck around. It does not fuck around. So, I mean, but <laughs> those are the type of black jokes. Black jokes for China is like, no, not, it's Chinese, right? TikTok yeah, is Chinese. Chinese. Yeah. So I keep going on. black people in China. What do they give a shit? I know. They should. <laughs> they really should. I'm like, I know black people that love that joke. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, so I'm on TikTok and every time you get banned, you have to start a new account and you have to make like a new for you page and it just shows you things that they think you might like. And so I guess I started a new one and I must have liked some video that had something to do with politics. And now they're just sending me like politic t- TikToks all the time. And I find myself getting like revved up by it, even though that I know that I don't give a flying fuck about politics. Why? Okay, so is that the one platform you do well is TikTok? Yeah, I guess. Uh, the, uh, I'm I, glad I'm not on it. I'm at the most, so I had 20,000 followers on TikTok and then my Holy account shit. got erased. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, this is serious. You yeah. could have made money. I know. I know. Did you? Did, can you monetize? Uh, I, I, don't could have, I could have joined the creator fund, but I didn't want to because I thought that... You do would, pure comedy, man. No, I thought that putting myself on the creator fund, which is how they pay you, uh-huh. I thought that that would mean that there'd be more eyes and it would be more likely that I get banned. Well, Look guess what, guess what happened? <laughs> Look at what happened. It didn't matter. Monetize enough. Fuck you. We're China. We'll do whatever the fuck we want. <clears throat> I know. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't get around this. I mean, again, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm an old fuck. I can't, I can't fuck with this stuff. It's, it's hard enough for me to stay relevant and I'm kind of a lurker mm-hmm. online. Like I, I try to find interesting shit without having to participate. I think that's most people though. Yeah, definitely. I think it, it, if you were to make um, uh, a pie chart of the percentage of people who actually who actively participate in social media versus the people who don't, mm-hmm. who are on there that don't, I think most people don't. They say that 3% of the people on Twitter are responsible for 90% of the tweets. I totally believe it. I'm like, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> Donald Trump was one of them. <laughs> I believe he's 1%. <laughs> yeah, one of, yeah. <laughs> he's 1% by himself. No, but it, it, I don't. Yeah, I find myself scrolling through Instagram looking for interesting shit or on on Twitter. I I, I go to the whatever's trending and I yeah. tap on that. I'll be honest. If you want to find new cool stuff, TikTok is the best spot for I, it. I ain't got time for that. No, I, I don't need another if, if one. You, you, that's true. You probably don't have time because it takes up a lot of time. No, it's no. addicting. My, my, my um, kind of time killer platform is YouTube. That's just that's YouTube's my great. shit. I, I think I watch. I don't have live TV. Okay. I don't think anybody does anymore. But anyway, I I don't I don't all have live TV, so it's all on demand shit. But YouTube always gets me, especially on, uh, if when I'm on my computer, because 
that sidebar with the related shit is right there on the TV. It's at the bottom. You have to go look down and you see it. And most of the shit is stuff you've already seen. Yeah. Right. But if you go down a couple levels, you have to go down a couple levels to see the, the, the related shit. But on the desktop, it's right there on the right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I just watch. What is, what is your poison? What do you watch most on YouTube? Uh, let's see. I love, I get into rabbit holes about random shit that pops in my head. So I'll think of uh, cartoons. I'll think of somebody like a, an actress, could be a comedian. Um, I like interesting, like something will pop up and say, and the title is, the reason why 99% of all Hollywood movies suck. I'm like, huh. I don't know what I got to say about that because I agree. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? so it's a it's a five minute thing. Yeah. But I, I like I like people who put out shit that that actually teaches something. I don't I don't go for the um uh, like the funny stuff as much on YouTube. I try to every time I I get, I get into something I try to learn. I'm not like unless or I use it for reviews. Like say I'm about to buy something like you know headphones or mics, yeah. and I go review blah 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 this product review and i go on youtube and look look that shit up and then that's another rabbit hole oh there's this product oh well these headphones this guy compared this headphone these fuck i didn't consider this other headphones yeah now i spend two hours looking at headphones and i you know end up not buying them yeah (laughs) what makes me laugh is that there are people out there that are like i need to make a review about these headphones now yes Yes, I mean, there's a kid who makes millions unboxing toys. Oh, yeah, he's a little Asian kid, right? I think he's Asian. He's like three billion subscribers. Yeah, crazy. I mean, it's like I, I, I think his name's Ryan Toys. I don't even know his name, but I'm good. You know, kids on YouTube. I know a lot of kids on YouTube. <laughs> Jimmy Clifford. I know a lot of kids on YouTube. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. <laughs> no, but it, it's like you. I'm I'm all for viewer created content. Yeah. You know, if it's stuff that's put out by, okay, IGN will have whatever they got going on on their website. If it's the same shit that's already on the website and they just throw on there just because that's there's more eyes on YouTube. Let's say if SNL puts a clip on there, they have to put a clip on there because nobody's yeah. watching SNL live. Nobody's watching uh, Jimmy Fallon live. Oh, here's a three-minute clip. We'll go on there and put yeah, on YouTube. Totally. That makes sense. But I like when it's some random dude or some random girl who just goes... Yeah, um, I speak Patois, Jamaican, and I'm going to go to Jamaica. I was a white guy and prank people that I don't speak Patois at all. Yeah. And I'm just going to drop some bumper clock shit on, <laughs> on everybody. I got, hey, that's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. I get, a, I get a kick out of that kind of stuff. Dude, there's this one guy on YouTube that I love. So are you familiar with Casey Neistat? <laughs> no, man. Okay. He's he's this dude. He he was a vlogger. He like really changed vlogging online. Uh-huh. But his brother is like not into social media at all. Doesn't never had a Facebook. Never had an Instagram. Any of that. He's just a filmmaker. Uh-huh. And he recently started a YouTube channel where he's just like making weird little short films and puts it up. And they're very like they're just so digestible. I like that. Yeah, it's really when, good. when it's like. Well, let's put it this way. I don't have to learn all the time. I can be entertained too. Yeah. But I, I like the somebody actually who's passionate about something mm-hmm. and like, oh, well, th- this is what I do. I don't care if he has 500 views or 500,000 views. Yeah. It's more about get somebody who's into something and then this is what they put out. All right, cool. Respect. Yeah. I also love music videos. I watch a lot of music videos. I used to, but come on. 
Like, okay, give, give me an example of, of a last good music video you watched and you're like, okay, this this is actually... Mm. We add that to your playlist of okay. Jimmy Clifford, September, August of 2021. <laughs> great music video is... Uh, my favorite band is uh, called Bleachers from New Jersey. Is it... Are they known or are they just Bleachers? So the guys... The, the band is called Bleachers. They're fairly well known, but... It's bleachers is really just one guy. His name is Jack Antonoff and he sits in his room and he uh-huh. makes all the music and it's like pop music, but he's also one of the biggest producers in the music industry. Like what he genre produces music? Pop. Just like you mean, like who is he producer? So he produces every single one of Taylor Swift's albums since 1989. Oh, okay. All of level. Lana Del Rey's albums, all of St. Vincent, Carly Rae Jepsen. He was the guitar player and the songwriter for the band Fun. Okay. Remember, like some nights I stay up. No. No. Carry on. Nope. Too old in French. You definitely no know this fucking song. It was huge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even that doesn't huge. help. Me. Whatever. So his name is Jack Antoff and he's a really cool dude. And Bleachers is just like a pseudonym of his. Like, you know how uh, Foo Fighters? Sure. It was just the first album was just uh, Dave Grohl doing yeah, all yeah. the instruments. Yeah. Same shit with Bleachers. But they did a song called Chinatown. Uh-huh. And the music video is so weird and it's so different and it has Bruce Springsteen in it. So, you know, I love it and it's incredible. Okay. I mean, I, I like music videos when they're, well, put it this way. Back in my day, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> not going to start with <laughs> No, but uh, the last music video I saw that I thought was interesting, there's a new Drake album that just came out. Certified Lover Boy. Did you listen to it? Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it, you don't like it? I'm, I was never a Drake fan to begin with. Okay. I, I was, okay. I was an old Kanye, I wouldn't say a fan, but I had a lot of respect for what Kanye did early on in like, the kind of music like he was putting out. Dropout? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I liked what he was talking about in, in his songs. And then, you know, he married a Kardashian and then he went crazy. And he had a song called Whoop Diddy Whoop. And I'm like, that, what the fuck is this? Yeah. So anyway, I didn't follow the whole beef between the two. But Drake, to me, is a genius at marketing himself. Sure. He's great at it. He knows how to, all right, I'm going to play video games with the dude from, uh, what's his name? The guy from Fortnite. PewDiePie. Yeah, I'm going to play with him so now everybody in the nerd community will know who I am and I'm cool now. So he knows how to sell himself, right? <clears throat> and I'm like, I listened to the album. I, take that back. I didn't listen to the album. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Typical. Nothing. Another guy on the internet talking shit Shut, about something no, no, he never no. listened to. No, no, no. I, I, what I would, what I did is I went on Spotify and I went through each track. I listened to the first ten seconds and I was fast. I would fast forward twenty, and then listen for another maybe fifteen or twenty. And I'm like, fuck, he's singing again. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't like rappers who sing. It's annoying to me. I see your point, but to be fair, that like this album, I feel like is kind of going back to Drake's roots. Like this is what a Drake album sounds like. Well, my introduction to Drake was uh, last name ever, first name greatest. Okay. Like a like, that's a bar right boy, there. Nothing to play with. That's a bar. Opening line. Yeah. His first best I ever had was like his first hit single, maybe his first single, but that was the bar for me. And then from there, eh. It's like, I mean, I think I get the fuck out of here. Well, the way I look at Drake is I think he's playing the character of a rapper. Yes. Like, for example, we know that Drake doesn't do all of his own raps. 
Probably not. I, on Views from the Sixth, which is a, a rap heavy album of his, I think there was like 22 tracks. He had 27 ghostwriters. I believe it. It's a lot. I believe it, but he know how to sell it. The the first time I heard Drake, and this is it pissed me off. Literally pissed me off. Was he was doing this freestyle with for Funk Master Flex. Nobody knew who really who he was. And he had a Blackberry. And he's reading. Yes. And no, he's not not just reading. He's stalling. Flex is like, yo, what you got on that, Drake? And Drake was like, yo, Flex, uh, uh, hold on. Uh, wait, uh, hold on, wait. Blackberry, Blackberry. It's just like scrolling through his shit. And it's like, uh, yes, uh, hold on, Flex. And he just stalled. And he just, he was just reciting his, the yeah. shitty, wrote a shitty ass Blackberry. And I'm like, no, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't fuck with a guy like that. You yeah. can't call. So to me, if you think of him, if I, I don't think of him as a rapper, he's a pop star and yeah. he's, he's, he's the best of the decade. I mean, he dominated the 2010s like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. I'll give him that. He's great at marketing, but I listen to that album. I'm like, okay, the emojis was kind of funny. Um, but the video for sexy, uh, I'm too sexy, whatever mm-hmm. is funny. Yeah. You see that one? Yeah. With like Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. And then that, he had the commercial with the, uh, the, uh, the vaporizer or some kind of cologne. Yeah. Like, okay, I like that. He's funny. He is funny. I'm sure he's funny. Well, th- this is to your point that you said earlier about Kanye with the scoop diddy whoop. Do you know the story behind that? No, but I, I listened. My, I said my son, my son does the same thing. He does scoop diddy poop. But this, this is what makes that so funny. So that was Kanye's beat that he made. Uh-huh. Drake heard it and is like, dude. I want to be on that. Give me that beat. I want to do a song to it. And Kanye's like, no. And he's like, come on, dude. Give it. To, I'll give you $3 million for that beat right now. $3 million. And he's like, uh-huh. no. And then just to, because they had this feud going, just to spite Drake, Kanye released that song with the stupidest lyrics he could think of. Just so Drake couldn't have it. That's the story. That's the story behind it. Whoop diddy whoop. Yeah. Whoop diddy scoop. For three minutes. And this song, what's the name of the song? Ah, shit. It has some kind of. It was back in 2018. Yeah, uh, hold on. Because the name of the song, it sounds actually like it's it's about something. Oh, it's something yourself, maybe? Lift yourself? Yeah, that's it. That's it. whoop dee scoop Lift yourself. That's yeah. right. Lift yourself. And you're like, yeah, it's called Lift Yourself. And then you listen <laughs> to four minutes of whoop dee scoop whoop dee scoop But he just did that because he's like, fuck Drake. Wow, and that makes it I did not know that. Okay, I did not know that. That's <laughs> funny. It's still a shitty ass song. But yeah. <laughs> called Lift Yourself. yeah. I I had to listen to uh, I mean one of my friends listening to it he was a huge Kanye Kanye fan and I'm like have you heard a whoop diddy poop and he goes no nah, I listen to this shit <laughs> literally <laughs> and he's like I can't believe this and this goes on for three minutes yeah Dude, what, about what about Donda I mean he has a 27 track album and one of the tracks was just Donda 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 like he's doing Panda again is that what it is no it was there's no beat it was just some woman saying his mother's name over and over again. Donda, 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 uh, Donda. See, it, it's, it's like trying too hard to me. So I'm not into it. No, I'm, I'm not either. My favorite Kanye album is Life of Pablo. I mean, I don't think I even listened to it. I didn't care. That one's the, you know. I think I'm, I'm diving back on the ground. Underground? On the, yeah, because that's, that, that's well, where I've been. I heard some French rap. Is that what your thing is, French rap? I grew up on it. So yeah. this, this, the stuff that you're listening to and you heard when you were walking in here, that's old French rap. French rap now sounds more like whoop diddy poop to oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like whoop diddy poop to me. Cause it's like they all, they emulate, they always emulated what Americans did, whether it's product, production wise or even content wise. Yeah. And it used to be, cause France for, when I was growing up in the nineties, 
um, even in our, our late eighties, it was very socially engaging, political. Mm-hmm. It was political. It was social. It talked about real kind of like you know think about you know Run DMC back in the day, KRS One back in the day. Yeah. You know it wasn't about partying and all that stuff. And then fast forward to now, and it's this sound like the guys here they do the hum and the hum and the song hum and the hum. I'm like all right, all right, Whoa. Fuck. I don't get it. I, I, like uh, amigos. I, Dude, the one I heard, walk it like a duck it. Yeah, walk yeah, it yeah, like yeah. A, no, Versace. That's Versace's Versace, name too. Versace, Versace. What kind of song is this? It's a Drake and Future. Uh, something like me, uh, I'm Illuminati. <laughs> you know, like. Uh, Drake has a song called Big Rings, and the whole song is just, I got a really big team. They need some really big rings. We need some really nice things. Better be coming with no strings. That's the whole song. You mean to tell me that he hired somebody to write that shit or he wrote that shit on the toilet? I still don't think he wrote that shit. <laughs> I don't think so either. Drake, I got an idea. That's a killer song. Yes. We're, we're, we're dropping it tonight. Migos, Versace. Huh? Versace? Versace, I will Versace? Say, I will say, I think that back in the day, the, the you know, the guys that you're talking about, like I've been listening to a lot of old school Jay-Z, like mm-hmm. definitely better lyricists, better rappers. Oh, there's no then. comparison. But uh, dude, people today are very entertaining. Did you see what, uh, you know, Future? The what? You know, Future, the rapper? I know who Future is, yeah. Okay, so Future got I don't trouble. understand what he's saying, though. Oh, it's, you don't need to know. But he's just, he is the king of like not saving hoes. Like the other day, he sent a te- uh, sorry his son, who's eight years old, uh-huh. posted something on Twitter. There was a screenshot of a message that Future sent him that said, "Your mom's a hoe." <laughs> like, whoa, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> and he says, "Future, ain't that a bitch?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sucks. But and, and I and I, I think that there's a place for shit like that, you know, in music. The whoop dee poop. And all of that. That Fine. place is called TikTok. <laughs> yes, yes. If you, but because here's the thing, you live in an era where if you don't crank out shit, people forget you yeah. because there's so much music coming out. There's no more. There's no need for a record deal. You could throw that shit on SoundCloud on YouTube, and then you're the guy for 15 minutes, right? I mean, what happened to Panda? Designer, yeah, yeah. What happened to him? You Go know, on. even uh, what's his face? All the littles. It's like. Uzi Vert, he's not doing hip hop anymore. Post Malone went, fuck that shit. I'm going country. Yeah. So it's like you have to stay relevant. And so there's not as much, I guess, um, I won't say art, but like craft to what you put out. Because it's not as like if it takes you, it's not about the album, put it that way. Yeah. It's not about the album no more. It's like I'm gonna have I'm gonna have this one hit single, right? Maybe three hit singles, and the album will come later. Right, and I have to make sure that the rollout is actually what matters the most. People were talking about Drake and Kanye for weeks, you know, Kanye doing all of his listening parties all over the country. They're like, oh yeah, that's actually more interesting than the album itself. Yeah, and so it's it's more about the process and the marketing behind it than the actual piece of work. And it's like, uh, no, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather you take your time with an album, but when it drops, it's dope. Like, you know what we hear about Kendrick? Kendrick, well, his album isn't out yet, is it? No, it's not. But you don't, he's not like, oh, let me tease you with blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Or let me start a beef with, no, it's like you. And I can't, I'm not even a Kendrick fan. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate what he, what he brings to the art form. And that's how I look at it now. I'm like, okay, you could be dope as fuck. But, and um, not me dope as fuck. According to a lot of p- other people than me. But you're, 
what is your contribution? What are you bringing to the table? That's like, oh yeah, this guy, we're going to remember him for a long time because fill in the blank. But with that being said, uh-huh. hip hop especially is all about that spectacle. If yes. you don't have that spectacle, like the biggest people, like look at 50 Cent back in the early 2000s, Eminem. Sure. Like these guys were just as in the news. It was just a different type of news. Like Little Nas X, he makes memes and that's why he's at the forefront of people's minds. Eminem I, I, would go do interviews and tell Nancy Pelosi to fucking fuck herself or whatever. Yes. The antics, I think the antics is fine, but it has to match the record. Okay, so here's another question. When you think of a record, what do you want? Depends on the artist. Like, well, my favorite part of a record is when I can see that there's a cohesive thought with the whole thing. For example, with Kanye. We're talking about album? We're talking about an album. Like, okay. With, like, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I think it's a great album. And I think that each song fits being on the record and mm-hmm. should be there. And, like, they all have, like, a through line. Unlike, let's say, a Cardi B album that's just like track, 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 track. Yeah, because the last one like that to me is the, uh, the Buster Rhymes album that came out last fall, mm-hmm. where it is long, but here's a here's the banger. Here's the underground joint. Here's the one with Mariah Carey. Here's the one as a dope video. Here's the one and there's a remix to it. Uh, here's the one with Kendrick, and then we we're gonna release the the. Uh, we're going to sample Michael Jackson and we're going to release the lyrics video first. Like mm-hmm. to me, it's like, a, I think of it like a complete work of art and, and I, and I agree with what you're saying. It has to be cohesive in some way, but I, I think that people don't consume albums that much anymore. They, not as much, not right. as much. Cause well, they used that's to be a why process. When you do get a good album. It separates itself. I hope so. Like with, uh, for example, with the most recent Bleachers album, the one I was talking about earlier, uh-huh. the, uh, the new album that came out about a month ago is called Take the Sadness Out of Saturday Night. Uh-huh. And you can see all of the different feelings and emotions that he was dealing with while making that album. And it's different than all the other albums. It's not just like, you know, um, you know I'm blowing her back out. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the fuck. Well, and, and, and the thing is also the, the end goal is... Um. Well, I don't want to speak. Well, fuck it. I'll do it. Um. When you think about okay, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put out this piece of work, but how does it how does it like stay alive? Mm-hmm. Right. Um. Back then, you made a record, and you had yeah. Of course, you had your your hits on it, and then what would be dope is that you would hear that sampled on someone else's record. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. Like you listen to. Uh, you listen to Channel Live and uh, oh shit, they sample Mob Deep. That's a little piece from that Mob Deep album. Oh, yeah. they took some li- a line out of a Wu Tang Clan album, and so you can you can connect that dot. You can trace something all the way back, whether it's what's sampled or um, you know little cuts here and there in the chorus, like little scratches and shit. Like I, I like that kind of stuff where there's there's kind of a lineage, yeah. there's a story behind the song, and also. I, what I also appreciate is when you have, it's all always the same motherfuckers that are featured on everybody else's tracks. I'll tell you, if you look at the new Kanye album, anyone that wanted to is featured. It looks like an open mic sign-up sheet. Just like, uh, he had like more features than songs. The, is it true that he had a bunch of uh, um, 
songs that never made it, but they were recorded, so he owns them? Dude, I mean, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? It, with 27 <laughs> tracks, it didn't look like you didn't include that many, you know? <laughs> it's, it's, well, maybe that's what we kill. Maybe that's how we kill. But that, that's that's rare these days. And if you're going to make an album, um, it's not as much about, okay, who's hot right now that should be on my album? Oh, yeah, Future's hot. Let's bring Young Thug on. You know, let's bring one of the babies. You know, whatever <laughs> whatever baby is available, let's, yeah, let's get yeah. them. On, let's get them on a fucking record. Let's get let's get a chick. So it's either Cardi B or it's Megan The Stallion or it's Nicki Minaj, yeah. and then oh who else? Like Rhapsody's is fucking killing it lyrically. Mm. Why don't you take her? But no, it doesn't fit. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a different. It's a different audience. Yeah, it's the same reason. Like you don't see Erica Badu on. Yeah, exactly. Like, album. Who gives a shit? <laughs> But it, to me, I, I like the the connecting the dots part. Mm-hmm. So then, here's a question: mm-hmm. Take that same idea, bring it towards stand up. What do you want to see? Do you want to see an uh, a spe- stand up special, Netflix special, where here's you know an hour's worth of jokes that I thought up that aren't necessarily connected, or do you want to see something like Dave Chappelle's Sticks and Stones, where he had a point to make with the show? I like a. I like your point, but it, it it that's tough because you can have a something like a, I'm trying to think of a, who's done it recently. Uh, the last Tom Segura, actually no no no. Um, fuck, what's his name? Not Shane Gillis. Uh, Nate Bogatti. Okay. His last special had maybe eight bits. And it total, they, they didn't really like link. They didn't yeah. connect. But as a total piece of work, I think it it works. Yeah, he had like it's like the 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 first part of it was hilarious. The middle was kind of eh to me. Mm-hmm. I almost fell asleep because he does. He's not that you know not energetic exciting. as a kind no, of a guy not. at all. And then the last part was freaking good. Yeah, right. So there was some lulls in the middle. But then you you watch a Jim Jeffries, who's tried to tell you a story about a time that he went on a date. He needed to take a shit, and that takes twenty minutes to tell. Yeah. And in between that, he takes these tangents, mm-hmm. and then it brings it back. Oh yeah, I'm fucking got out the car and I took a shit at the doorstep. Whatever, right? I like that because I expect that out of somebody like Jim Jeffries. Yeah. So I guess it depends on the, it depends on the comic. Interesting. Like for example, the one of the ones that I think. At least comics love to talk about is Mike Berbiglia. I that's one guy I don't. You don't know him, or you don't like. Him? I know who he is. Okay. I, it's never made me laugh. Yeah, that's totally fine. But uh, you see how his thing has like there. It's a story. It's a it's a show. I haven't there's really. A, there's in, there's an a the you know beginning a middle and an end. Uh huh. Whereas like you know you take someone like David Tell who's hilarious. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but it's just joke 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 True. joke joke. So. What I love is I want to see what are you working on now and like I don't want just joke, joke, joke. Like I'll look at your Twitter feed for that, you know? I true, want true. I want a full show if I'm going to go. Uh-huh. So like I, I always prefer that. I prefer Dave Chappelle doing like a – this is you know, sticks and stones. I'm saying the things that no one else is willing to say but I have to say them because I'm at the top of my game. Right. Or he'll talk about – I mean, maybe it's a little too much when he gets preachy on me, uh-huh. which he can totally do. That's most black comics. That no, no. no. There's a, look, yo, there was a whole. I don't say most. Take that. Take the most out. 
I think that there was an era of black comedy uh, from uh, Comic View back in the day, even uh, fucking Def Jam yeah, on HBO back in the day. That's where like the Cat Williams came out of. Mm-hmm. It was like, you're basically you're doing the preacher thing, you know, black because your audience is black. And you're and black people love that kind of stuff. It's not even like let me give you some advice on life. It, it's like you're stating things that people already know, they already agree, agree about. So they're not laughing because necessarily funny. They're laughing because they agree. Yeah, and it's a different kind of laugh. Yeah, um, and I've I've seen that over and over and over again. Everybody thinks they're Chris Rock. Even Chris, but Chris Rock did it in a way that was appealing to everybody. Mm-hmm. And I and and I think that it, it it felt more researched, and more when Chris Rock does its best when he talks about relationships, I yeah. think, because the angle he takes on um, when you get up in the mo- it, it you uh, what was the one bit he did oh yeah, like fellas when you wake up in the morning look at yourself in the mirror and go fuck you. Fuck you, fuck your dreams, and let's go out there and make that bitch happy. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And then there's a whole thing about it. Even his last one, uh, Tambourine. Like, there was actually a whole, because he had just gotten divorced. Yeah. So there was a whole theme to it about him being single again. And, Addicted to porn. <laughs> yes. And so, like, I like that, but he does it in a way that's not too preachy. Yeah. I like that. But when it's like, I yeah, can't do, beat I can't, your kids. When people get too preachy, it's like, ugh, come on, dude, this is a comedy show. You know? Yeah. And the equivalent of that is the self-deprecating white guy. Yeah. That's the pick been, me. Huh? It's like the pick me guy. You know, the guy that's on a date and he's like, why would a, such a hot girl be with such an ugly guy like me? And you're like, fuck Like, off. okay, we get it. Yeah. We, we get it. So I, 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 that's I t- why I think, uh, not Chappelle, but you know, Anthony Jeselnik. Yeah. That's why I think so many people like him is because he's never once told a self-deprecating joke. No. He's like, I am better than all of you. Yeah, <laughs> he does. I, I like, I like Jesselnik. I like his because you don't expect that to come out of out of a face like his. Mm. And then he'll just, you know, he's gonna say something fucked up. Yeah, you know that's coming. Mm-hmm. If if you don't know the pattern by now, like you're totally miss, you're missing the whole point. Yeah, of his act. He can even change it up. Like he, you know, something bad's coming, and he says it in a way that you still didn't expect. Yeah, I see. I like when it's. I don't know. I've become such a nerd and a snob about comedy that I don't, I see it more like a, uh, I think of like a class, like there's someone on stage Mm. that's crafted this, this material a certain way. And there's a reason why he delivers it that way. There's a reason why he, you know, there's inflections on these words. There's a reason why he moves to the left to move to the right. Maybe it's not as, as intricate as, as, as attended, but when I when I watch, I'm like, oh, okay, I see what it did there. I see, I hear the callback, I hear the tags, I hear all those things, and yeah. I and I've become kind of a, you know, yeah, it's not. I can say, <laughs> nerd but about do it. Do you still enjoy it? I do. Yeah, I do. But that's the most important thing. No, no, no. It it, it is. Um, I'm I'm trying to think of a, the last time I. Oh shit! A couple of weeks ago, I saw Rich Voss. How was he? Yo, yo, so. I've loved Rich Voss since the fucking tough crowd, tough crowd days. Yeah, um, that that whole camp to me has has always been the best. Um, <laughs> New York, yeah, the New York, New York, Boston comics always to me is like 
Nikki DiPaolo, yeah, Nick DiPaolo, yeah, all those guys. You know, Greg Giraldo back there. R.I.P. All of them, yeah. I got to see Greg at Cap City. Oh, yeah, was yeah. funny? Dude. And I'll say this again. I'll see, I got to see Patrice O'Neill right before Elephant in the Room came out. You saw that but, hour? Yep. How was that? Funnier in the I, room or funnier on the taping? Funny in the room. I couldn't breathe. Yeah. It, it, I, I literally, I was front, front, like right up front. I couldn't breathe. Did he fuck with you? No, I didn't. That's good. No, he didn't. I'm glad he didn't. I was with my <laughs> white girl too. He didn't say shit. I was like, oh. <laughs> but I get, uh, uh, the one who gets me all the time is uh, Big J always gets me. Yeah. Every, every time because I'm there and then it's like, oh, this is a black guy. I got a big dick. I talk to him. <laughs> and he just gets at me. No, but um, uh, shit. I forgot why I said all that. We're talking about Rich Voss? Yes. And he had a, a thing about Bonnie McFarlane's rot, rotten foot. Rotten foot? Yes. Because he says his wife, but if you don't know who yeah, his yeah, wife yeah. is, it doesn't it doesn't matter. It makes it funnier if you know who his wife is, yeah, right? Yeah. So so he would talk and talk, he would do crowd work, he would come back, to, oh man, I had to deal with my wife fucking rotten foot. And then <laughs> I, I just I just lost it. And I'm like, that's that's a professional at work. Yeah. Like dude. you take notes at that point. It's one uh, of those it's yeah. one of those things. And yeah, that, that was the last time that I was like that was just a couple weeks ago. But dude, I, I felt the same way watching Jimmy Schubert. I heard about that. Oh, so funny. He's like one of those road dogs too. Like Yeah. I could tell I can't say that I know him that well. I know of his stuff yeah. a little bit, but I can't say that I really know well, his material. What's funny about Jimmy Schubert is like, you know, I, I was uh hosting the Dirty Birdie, which was after his late night show at the Rumble yeah. Room. So I'm hanging out at the club. Craig Fagola is there. He opened yeah. a couple other comics. Jimmy Schubert's standing there talking to us, just holding court. You know, he's doing bits. He's running. He's literally running bits by us. And I'm oh. like, oh, this is a fucking road dog right here. Maybe. Uh, is that like, annoying? Is yeah, honestly, professional? I, it wasn't annoying to me because it was like, it, it, it was kind of funny more than anything. It was like, oh, he's had this conversation a million times. Probably. I'm not even he, I'm just another audience member between shows to him. Right. And I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, that, I think it, it, it's more fun when you hang out with, prof, I would say, professional comics and you're just sh- talking shit. Yeah. And it's not, they're not trying jokes necessarily, but it's because of the people that are around and it just, it doesn't, it doesn't sound forced and it's, it's not like they take over the conversation either. Oh, dude, do you want something rough? There's this one comic in Austin that I can't fucking stand because after, so Nate Bargetsy came to the Creek in the Cave. Uh-huh. He did a show, and then after his late night Saturday show, he was hanging out in the back with everybody else having a drink. Sure. And it's me and like two or three other comics and this one dude, and then Nate Bargetsy. And we're just asking him questions. And he's literally giving us like a master class in comedy, just answering whatever questions we have. That's nice of him. That'd be so annoying, cool. but yeah. And as we're asking him questions, this one guy keeps interrupting Nate and being like, so what I think is, and we're like, shut the fuck up. You're an open mic. You've been doing it three months. I don't care what you think. And it was like so uncomfortable because Nate would literally like go to start talking and then he would interrupt him and they would just like kind of look down at the ground like this and like wait because he doesn't want to be like, hey, shut the fuck up. Like if it was Colin Quinn, yeah. he would have told him to go fuck himself. But yeah. this is Nate Forgets. If it was Rich Foss, he would, he would not even dare say oh, anything. exactly. But Nate's a nice guy. He's not yeah. going you know, to ruffle any feathers. But dude, I was, I was furious because one of the biggest things I feel like in comedy is you need to know how to just shut the fuck up. 
same thing happened and if they hear this they'll know who they are <laughs> it was the, it was the weekend that godfrey was in town mm-hmm. and we were in the green room at the romo room and he was just there we were just there hanging out and I'm, i know i'm name dropping but godfrey's a friend whatever we're in the green room and there's other people there and um these two comics started going off about one of them was talking about yeah i don't know any funny female comic in austin <laughs> and uh, wait this is just some random person or is it another comic no it is a comic okay it is a comic uh, i'm not gonna you know you don't have to say yeah, yeah yeah but if they hear this they're just know, like hey, they were there uh, not no funny broads in austin <laughs> yeah and and then and they've been in maybe a year or two maybe three yeah. for one of them i don't, I don't know sure. i don't know and godfrey's there hanging out and he's talk we're talking and there's uh other comics who are on the show too just shooting the shit and um we get out of there and he goes yo back where you want to go i'm like we could just walk down the you know rock rose right here and then one of them started walking with us and godfrey goes fuck is this he was that's who is who is knuckleheads (laughs) Fucking chilling in the green room, acting like they've been doing comedy for ten. Because here's the thing: Godfrey's been around for a long time, a long so you time. can't you can't face. And he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> Does not give a fuck. This is yeah. what I love about him. He'll call, and I'm like, "Do you want to say something?" Because he's like, "No, nah, yeah, no, no." I'm, <laughs> I'm like, "I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it." So I walk up to the dude because we're walking back to the car. I turn around, I'm like, hey, man. Uh, Fuck off. <laughs> no, I was trying to be nice because I'm like, I, I I get it that you're you're trying to be, you know, yeah. cool and all that. So I, 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 get, I get the intention, but especially after the stuff that was said in the green room, I'm like, oh, come on, man, really? Like, dude. if you if you hadn't, if you start philosophizing about the Austin comedy scene in front of a guy who's been doing it for 20 years that you didn't really meet, yeah, and you're just there, because you're a comic and at the time the room room green room was like open door policy <laughs> and since then rob was like fuck this shit that's over if you're not performing get the fuck out yeah, yeah, yeah. and so and i'm like hey man godfrey don't know you so that, <laughs> sorry and, and he goes well i don't want to go so i don't want to be somewhere i'm not wanted i'm like all right, all right where you want to take it <laughs> yeah so, good he just he left but it, it's like i i i don't where right, I put this? I have so much respect for comedy and people who've been doing it for so long that I don't even dare ask no. him about it. Like I, I, I'll name drop again. Last week, Adam Ray put me on his show. Yeah, he put me on his show. Like the night before, he That's said, sick. "Back, back, you're, you're, you, you want to do five minutes tomorrow?" I'm like, "Sure, <laughs> sure, I'll do, yeah, five yeah, I can do five minutes. Yeah, I can do five minutes." And I went right before him. And so, and I, I now here's a better question: Did you tape it? Yeah, I did. Oh, oh good, of course I did. Good. I, I, you see me? I always, I'm, I'm hoping. How many fucking comics in Austin don't tape their shit? I'm like, idiot, tape it. Bring a camera. I you record tape. all my sets. Good, you should. I record all my sets, 
And after my shit, I didn't go up to him and say, so uh, what did you think? <laughs> uh, I'm not going to do that. First of all, I don't even know if he watched it. He's like, it, I, he's like, I don't remember. You're like, well, luckily I taped it so we can just sit here. <laughs> <laughs> can, can we go in a green room, just the two of us, and we'll review joke by joke? Hey, do, you no. want, do you want headphones? I have headphones. <laughs> <laughs> I have another phone so I can take notes. Yeah. How much time you got? Uh, Seriously. Like I, I didn't. And I, when I told my friend, he goes, wait, what didn't you ask? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't, no, I don't. It, it doesn't. Part of me wanted to, but part of me is like, that's not why. Yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah, you but made it, the right choice. Yeah. I mean, I'm, my friend was like, well, he's a, he's a comic you respect, right? Yes. You like what he does. Yes. You have his number. You, I mean, not that you're buddies, but you know, you know him. Mm-hmm. Yes. So why don't you ask him? No. Yeah. He, <laughs> he doesn't get it. No, no, you don't do that. Because it, it, yes and no. It's like, I'm always like, you know, whenever I see these people that, I, that I'm a huge fan of, I always want to be like, oh my God, I'm your biggest fan. But I also want them to treat me as a peer. And you'll never be a peer if you do the shit like that. Exactly. And this is why I've, I've been very fortunate to hang out with a lot of professional comics. And again, it's me doing my own horn, but this is, this is the part of the comedy that I enjoy the most. Yeah. Cause I'm a fan first. Me too. I'm a fan first. So if I'm going to have dinner with Paul Verzi, I'm going to shut the fuck up about comedy and let him talk. If he wants to talk about it. Otherwise we'll talk about hip hop. We'll talk <laughs> yeah. about family, we'll talk about kids for three hours yeah, yeah, yeah. with a cigar, you know? And so, but I'm not going to go, so give me some advice. What advice there is there other than shut right. the fuck up, get on stage and yeah. be funny? Yeah. I don't care what else. You got to no, know. That's it. I, I, I mean, so I'm a door guy at the creek, and as you know. Are you still doing that? Because I haven't seen it. Yeah, still doing it. I work like maybe once or twice a week. Oh, okay. Which cool. worked totally great for me. Like, I want to be present. I want to be there. But I also can't be there all the time because I'm also trying to do comedy, you know? Right, right. Um. And I get people walking up to me and saying the most ridiculous shit. Like, there's this one person when uh, the Legion's Skanks were here. If you know who you are, if you listen to this, you'll know who you are. <laughs> oh, let me put it this way. Unless that, unless this person that I'm talking about is on the podcast, they're not listening. You oh, know? okay. Maybe they already have. Uh, the, well, you tell me off air. They haven't been on this podcast. Oh, no, you haven't? No, no, no. Okay. I don't uh, think this apartment's big enough for their head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, fair uh, enough. I'm getting messy. Now I want to know. Uh, when so when we person, turn off the mics, I want to know. This person walks up and they're like, and this is all I do. This is all I ask. I go, ID? That's it. They're like, um, excuse me, I'm friends with Big J. And I was like, okay, ID? <laughs> they're like they're like no 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 you don't understand we're like really good friends like me and big j we're like really tight i was like oh, okay whatever fine go ahead in so i let them in and then i find out a not only have they never met big j uh-huh. b their they sh- their agent knows big j's agent and hit up big j's agent so that this person could possibly do a guest spot on the show oh wow that's a stretch. Yeah, it's a stretch. That's a stretchy hope. And then the person <laughs> that she, that this person brought, like, so this person is person A. They brought a, a friend. Uh-huh. The friend got so angry during the show that she stood up, stormed out, came up to the bouncers like, they shouldn't be making jokes about this. They I was should- there. You were there? I think it was, what night, was, which one was it? I think it was after Lewis's show at the Depraved. Yes, I was there. I was sitting up front. And I know, I know, I didn't get up. I didn't see who walked out. Yeah. Oh fuck. Some okay. girl. 
she walked out she was like how dare they make rape jokes i was like have you been to a comedy club don't don't, <laughs> don't, don't bring your sensitive okay psa ladies and gentlemen uh don't bring your sensitive friends to uh Comedy show, let alone a Legion of Skanks. <laughs> I know it's called show. the Legion of Skanks. No, like, no, are you going to Skank Fest? Yeah, you, you got the tickets? No, I haven't bought the tickets. I think I might be working it. Oh, really? Yeah, dope. I'll, yeah, I'll have you see. bought tickets? Yes, Fuck yeah. I bought tickets last year. Oh, yeah, and I was so worried. It, first of all, it was a gift from my ex girlfriend, and I was like, uh, am I still getting my- that's a good gift? No, it was. We're still together at the time. I made sure. Yeah. I broke up I've afterwards. only ever gotten bad gifts from ex-girlfriends. No, but it, it, I'm, we broke up afterwards. I made sure. Oh, cool. So, so she transferred the thing under my name. <laughs> so like, uh, by the way, remember the ticket you bought? Can I <laughs> make sure they still work? <laughs> Bring your new skank to Skankfest. Oh, man. It's going to be. So this is this is what's going to be interesting. Well, first of all, there's Moon Tower coming up. By the time it's airs, Moon Tower will be gone. But uh, Moon Tower is my favorite com- comedy. It's better than South Bar for me. Um, and the lineup is always sick. So if you miss, by the time you hear this, if you miss uh, Moon Tower, I don't know, put your, put up on your calendar next year, get you a fan badge for Moon Tower. It's totally worth it. it they, I don't know how they, go and, how they change their uh, format, but the comics are so accessible. Yeah. Maybe less now, I don't know, but uh, over, this is the 10th year. Wow. Of Moon Tower, yeah. It's totally worth it. Even That's as a Cap com- City thing, right? No, it's a mostly the Paramount. Okay. Well, at the time it was Paramount and Cap City, but it, it, it revolves I, I around the, the Paramount. The people that own Cap City run Moon Tower. Like they're the ones who book the comics. No, I think it's it's more of a Paramount thing. Paramount people? Yeah. But they partner with Cap City for some of the shows. Okay. Um because they had headliner shows. I mean Cap City at the time was up north and you know, Paramount's downtown. But the beauty of it is with a fan badge, you probably get to see, I mean, each lineup has 10, 12 comics. Mm-hmm. And the headliners that you have to buy tickets for will show up at those lineups and, and do a, a set. That's yeah. awesome. And you're like, and, af- and the best part is after the whole day is done, you go to the bar at the Stephen F. Austin Hotel and you get to hang out with all of them. And then oh, the- yeah. And two years in a row, they had an after party. Mm-hmm. It was at a venue of, of Congress in 8th Street, like a party party with a DJ and everything. Okay. So they start dancing, you see Hassan Minaj is breaking it down, and you're yeah. like, oh, shit, kind of cool. All Can right. you dance? Yeah. And, and, and it's like, it, it's so, I mean, of course, it's grown so much over the past few years. I started going, I missed the first, I started going the second year, and I've, I've never missed it since. Yeah. And to where, um, you just get into, Talk to comics. I wasn't a comic at the time. I was just a fan. Uh-huh. But just to be able to, you know, be a fly on the wall when these guys are talking, it just blows my mind. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, Kangfest is has a sick lineup. I don't know if you saw it. No, I've seen the okay. lineup. Okay. Yeah, like, seriously, sometimes I've, I've been, I was looking like every week to see who they would add. Yeah. And shout out because they added a, a bunch of Austin comics, which is dope. I know Craig's on there. Uh, Abby, yeah, uh, uh, Adam Lucky, right? Adam, yeah, Adam Lucky, Lucky's on Colton. there. Yeah, Colton's on there. So shout out to them. I really look forward to it. And also, a bunch of comics that I've hung out with before, one on one, are going to yeah. be there. So I don't expect anything. It's it's three days. 
I got booked my hotel. I'll be like literally three blocks away from the venue. Yeah. So I can walk back to my <laughs> hotels, chill. You mean stumble back? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> and I'll, I'll bring my podcast gear. You never know. Maybe I'll record some shit. Yeah, that's I don't a great know. idea. But uh, yeah, I look forward to that one because just based on the footage from the one in New York one a couple years ago. Yeah. Holy When fuck. Louis came out? Yeah, the one that uh, uh, Robert Kelly sucked Louis' dick. Yeah. So he had a dildo to his <laughs> yeah. pants yeah. and he had better technique than girl. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't fucking I'm wait. I'm excited. I want to see Ryan Long. You know Ryan I, Long? He's the he's a Canadian from Toronto. Yeah, so have like a pretty boy face? No. He has curly reddish hair. Oh, never he's mind. I'm thinking someone super else. super skinny. No. He's funny though, dude. He has a great joke that I, I think is so funny. He goes up. You know, there are 72 different uh, genders. There's 72 genders. That's true and awesome because that means that men are better than 71 genders. Boys, boys, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brilliant. That's good. I mean, I'm trying That's a to... a misogynistic progressive joke. Okay, so let me ask you this. How do you discover new comics now? Hmm. I mean... Because everybody has a podcast and you can't tell yeah. if the comic's good just by listening to a podcast. You so For some people, you can. If their stand-up is good, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I love listening to Come Town with Nick Mullen. Okay. Uh, Tim Dillon's podcast. Uh, I love uh, Ryan Long has a podcast that I like to listen to. And I guess I mostly find them when, like, you know, people mention each other's podcasts or they, they go on each other's. Yes. Like, I, I've found out about Lewis, Dan Soder. Um, Luis J. Gomez? Yeah, Luis J. Gomez, Dan Soder, and Joe List yeah. through YKWD years ago. Yeah, because they were always on, and I'm like, who are these guys? And then through Lewis, I found out about Big J, and I'd seen I'd seen Big J early on, but that I, I didn't I didn't put two and two together. Mm-hmm. That he came for he came for South by um, long time ago, and I was like, who's this dude with the the gloves? The gloves, yeah, and then the the short pants i guess or the pants shorts however you want to call it it looks like dice's like overweight son pretty much pretty much uh and i and that that's it's it's the same thing i did with music when you look at the back of an album and you go featuring this guy huh the liner notes right yeah this guy featuring this guy who the fuck is this guy i like him on this record so i'm gonna go check out what he got and that's how i kind of grew my musical taste so comedy is the same thing yeah. for me dude with music especially what i like to do is i'll find people that i like and i go and look up their influences oh how do you find that out like interviews oh okay yes i'll be like to find out. who like who influenced blah 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 and for the most part they've already said it right so yeah. like with that guy jack antonoff bruce springsteen was a big one talking heads bob dylan you know all, all that kind of shit or uh nirvana was uh, Kurt Cobain and before Kurt Cobain with Nirvana, like they were really into bad brains or all those weird type of punk rock bands. And I got into that. Let me ask you this then is if you think of the DJ, mm-hmm. maybe not as much in, in rock and stuff, but for hip hop, at least if you think of the DJ as the tastemaker, like the curator and say, Hey, yeah, there's a shit you already know, but check out this guy or check out this other guy. What is the equivalent of that in comedy? Hmm. I've been thinking about it and a podcast is too easy of an answer because if they're good in their own right, they probably have their own thing going on. So you're not really discovering it. Honestly, I wouldn't say it's podcast. I think that if we're the person, I mean, of who it used to be in the day was Johnny Carson. And I think he passed that over to Conan. 
Okay. Okay. So if the the tastemaker was what the Tonight Show was, it's not the case anymore. Not anymore. I think Conan had that slot up until about three years ago, and now and, the tastemaker is honestly Rogan. No, I mean yes, that's a good. That's no, a good t- it, I think Rogan's a kingmaker. Yeah, more of a, a tastemaker. That's a good answer. Um, I would say the YouTube algorithm. Huh, but that's so. It depends on what you do though yeah but it's making your taste yeah that's true so if you see him if you watch the mark norman thing next thing you know yeah shane gillis is gonna pop, yeah. joe is gonna pop up shane gillis is gonna pop up sam morell is gonna pop up mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense that makes sense so it's not really somebody it's a machine that's machine. telling you what you should like yeah thanks a lot zuckerberg i, I don't trust that shit Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. It's too accurate. <laughs> it's scary. It's fucking scary. Like, do, do, when you watch a show on Netflix and it, and you're done with the last episode of the last season, mm-hmm. and it tells you, "Yeah, you like this too." And no. Well, here's the thing. My Netflix is all fucked up because I have like five other people on my account. You can make different profiles. No, know. I know, but my you know my dad is a 55 year old white man from New Jersey. Do you think he's really going out of the profiles? He's like, no, nah, I pay for this shit. And every profile's mine. <laughs> you no, know, see, mine is all kid shows. Yeah, it's <laughs> all <laughs> so kid shows. Like you're fucking up my my taste because it's yeah. like, oh, there's a new there's like, Corey Carson. This is yeah, little, it's like Narcos and then like uh, Dora the Explorer, pretty much, and, and then PJ Ma- PJ Masks right next to it, and a fucking there's an anime that's gonna just. I'll be there just for the fuck of it because I like that stuff. And then there's another stand-up comedy. I already seen that one. God, I'll tell you, my brother's eleven, but his taste in you know things to watch is so weird, like, like random or just like he's an old woman. He loves watching HGTV, and he's like, I like the granite countertops. And I'm like, God, you're eleven. Go outside. Play. No, that, 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 that's okay. It's something gotta be done by that kid. This <laughs> is not acceptable for eleven year old. You know what else he loves watching? He's a hype beast. So he loves watching, like, there's videos of these rich kids in New York uh-huh. where they'll just get in a circle and then one person will step in the middle of the circle and you think they're about to, like, break dance. That's not what they do. They just go, shirt, $300. And they'll say what kind of shirt it is. And then, Pants, Louis Vuitton, $250. And then, it, like, there's a little thing next to it that shows you how expensive I, their outfit is. Why? I, uh, don't, cool. You know what? Don't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Do not. I don't want to know why. It, it, it's it's like every time I find out about shit like that, I have to add another. Like, uh, if I were to make a a spectrum of mankind mm-hmm. that's like thousands and thousands of miles long, I'm like, okay, that motherfucker exists. Yeah, like somebody does Dude, that. My brother is that way, and he doesn't have any money. He came into New York when I was living there, and we were walking on the street, and there was this uh, some dude selling knockoff bags on the side of the road. Yeah, and uh, he sees this Louis Vuitton hat, and he goes, "How much is that?" And the guy's like, twenty five dollars." My brother's like, oh, "What? It's a steal, Jimmy. Can I have twenty five dollars?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." I yeah, give it's the Louis Vuitton. That's what it yeah, says. Literally. And then I go home later that day, and I see my brother in his room, on, uh, facetiming his friends, and he goes, "Hey guys, see this hat." $500. <laughs> oh, I told you about the time I got ripped off. I, um, so I'm originally from Senegal and there's markets. You go like in any third world country, right? They make Nike, but it says, it's like, it actually says Nike. Nike. Yeah. Like it's the F and the swoosh is the bottom of the F to make the E. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, yeah. fucked up shit like that. So I bought this Bob Molly shirt. I bought this Bob Molly. I was so proud of it. And I was, I don't know, maybe 
11 or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't own any Bob Mueller shit. I'm like, okay, I'm in Senegal. I'm, I wasn't thinking I was supporting the economy either. I read the mark. <laughs> this is my home country, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on vacation. And my cousin goes, yo, Bob Mueller shirt. I'm like, I have Bob Mueller shirt. I buy it. I take it back to France. I wear it to school. And within... Actually, these motherfuckers waited till the end of the day. <laughs> Which is the worst. They waited till the end of the day and they said, yo, back. We got to talk to you. <laughs> Your shirt says Bob Marley. Yeah, this is Bob Marley, but it's spelled M-A-R-E-L-Y. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I was so pissed. Because remember, they waited till the end of the day to tell me that. Yep. And when I bought it, it's like... Yeah, I got fucking ripped off. Yeah, it's like yeah, this is not this is not, and they know they try to they they, they jack up the prices because mm-hmm. I don't sound Senegalese at all. I yeah. sound French, so they're like yeah, yeah, uh, fifty. Yeah, dude, look at me. I even if I sounded Senegal, I would still be upcharged. They'd offer me a hundred. Oh yeah, no, they, they have no shame. No, they have no shame. I mean, they shouldn't have any shame. Look at me. I'm a fucking. <laughs> See this Eiffel Tower? I look like thing? a colonizer. Yeah, yeah. hundred euros. Oh really? Is it? Uh, is it, is the it real one? Yeah, it is. It, it fell off the side of the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, <laughs> Eiffel actually built a bunch of smaller ones. There's only like twenty in the world. This yeah. is one of them. <gasps> this is one. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, do you have any proof? And it's just, he takes like a receipt and writes, this is real in crayon. <laughs> What's that nice packaging? Like, here, you can take this. Give this to your wife. You give yeah, it to your wife. Yeah, a Ziploc zip, bag. This is good. <laughs> that is nice packaging in the Senegal. It's a Ziploc. The, the, the zip doesn't even work. It doesn't even zip lock anything. <laughs> That's funny. I saw this Vice documentary recently. It was like a little clip. Where apparently, like, a big problem in Africa right now is people keep drinking, like, Robitussin. That's what they say. I haven't heard of that one. But what's, what I find interesting... Like, like in Houston, they drink cough syrup yeah, back in the day? Yeah, exactly. Uh, what is it? <laughs> um, what is, what's it called? Promethazine, right? I think that's what it's called. Robitussin? Whatever the chemical that's in Robitussin oh, that okay. gets you fucked up. And so but what made me laugh is that if you drink too much of it, it, like, rots your teeth. And so they all just like dump it down their throats. Oh, so it doesn't touch teeth? Yeah. But that's like, that's a funny thing. Like, oh, I'm a drug addict, but I want nice tea. Like, I'm not <laughs> one of those ridiculous drug addicts like the <laughs> meth users, you know? Well, you know the, the kids that were into getting drunk through the asshole, right? Because it goes Dude, straight to the There was blood. a kid in my high school that did that shit. He would soak condoms, not condoms, soak tampons in vodka and yeah. shove it up his ass. Yeah. I'm like, you need a hobby, dude. Like... Hey, you know, people eat Tide Pods too. It's like, oh, here, you exist. Put yeah. you out on the spectrum somewhere. <laughs> who's, who's more dangerous to you in your head? The guy that eats Tide Pods or the guy that, you know. Ta- uh, does it ta- soak tampons? Soak tampons, yeah. I think they soak tampons because was, that wasn't his first idea. No. About shoving shit up his ass. No. I wish he throw some Tide Pods up there too. He's like. No, I mean, the turkey baser had to come into play at some point. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> At some point, it's like, how can I get this? Because the tampon it's not up high I, enough. I, I can't. I can't go and buy a tampon at yeah. CVS. It'd be weird. I can't ask my sister. I can't sell my sisters. Do you, Do you think they buy like good or bad liquor? Huh. Good. I, good question. Like if it's going up my ass, I imagine I'm going to get the cheapest thing they make. You know, I'm, I'm drinking Vlad or something. Yeah, I, I would think so. Because if, if you're really DIYing it, why spend the money? Yeah, I mean, do you have taste buds in your asshole? I wonder if it stings. Yeah, it definitely stings. 
this thing's going down my mouth, let alone up my ass. I mean, well, it, say you had a hemorrhoid. Oh, oh. <laughs> sorry, I put that in your head, folks. <laughs> oh man, yeah, like, like one of those that a that, bloody that, drunk asshole that, that I has. Yeah, literally, your asshole just looks like a pirate. Just like, <laughs> what if your asshole actually pukes? Yeah, I imagine it does. I mean, ah, kids. Sorry, well, have you been I, drinking this evening? No, officer. I need you to take down your pants and spread them. <laughs> well, you know what? If they were smart, um, I'm talking about the liquor companies. Mm-hmm. They were your suppositories, suppositories, and and actual like because you're if you if your goal is really to get fucked up and you want to be efficient about it, the dosage is what matters, right? So if I'm trying to if I'm trying to uh, at least put some kind of restrictions of how much you get per, how, how much the doses of alcohol you you put in, put in your ass. At least it's you know sanitary. You don't have to use a tampon. You, you don't have, and don't put lint or whatever tampon made gonna, of in your ass. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say if you're shoving vodka soaked tampons up your ass, <laughs> I don't think you're that worried about the dosage. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think. It's something that I think liquor companies could look into as as, as well. Imagine, imagine going to the FDA with that. Hey, listen, guys, we got an idea. <laughs> yes, so like it took us a year and a half to do the COVID vaccine. Look, How man, long do you think asshole vodka is going to take? Look, if Philip Morris comes out tomorrow and say we didn't do vape pens because yeah. that's a thing, mm-hmm. they'll you know next thing you know fucking Grey Goose going. Uh, yeah, kids <laughs> are doing this thing in the ass. How can we capitalize on that market? <laughs> They're just boyfriends all over the world. Like, I've been trying to get something up her ass for years. Yes. I'm trying to get a drunk quicker. Yeah. And then loosen the asshole at the same time. And I never got that. I never understood the people's fascination with the butthole. Never? Nah, you never, never liked ass? Never, wa- never eaten ass, but never wanted to. Never wanted to fuck someone in the ass. Not really my thing. No? It just, here's the thing. I don't ever want to, re- like, that's the only thing that risks shitting on you during sex. Yeah, but there's, there's a protocol to it, hopefully. A cleaning protocol. Do I have to clean it? Because I'm not big on working. No, well, you ask her. So she cleans it when she gets there? Yeah, I guess so. Say, hey, just go and take Clean up your ass. Yeah, you go dirty, clean up your ass. You dirty girl, clean out your ass. What, what kind of <laughs> women are you inviting over here, Mac? <laughs> I, I, got this, I got this olive oil here. <laughs> that should have to. Actually, I found that out the other day. Olive oil actually works well as, as a little kid. Interesting. I had no you, idea. I had no idea you were no Italian. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like, you know, I fucking love it when a girl puts olive oil all over her coochie. <laughs> it's, it's, it's uh, <laughs> I put this. One, it's natural, and the spit only goes so so far. Yeah. And you're like, olive oil, done. It yeah. wasn't my idea. <laughs> it was not my idea, but She's I like, found out. I'm like, I just happened to have a bottle. <laughs> She's like, you're already roasting me like a chicken. We might as well. Yes. And it's it maybe it cleans something. I don't know. That's <laughs> funny. Pure. The, pure, the, the pure one. If you got the two, e- extra virgin. Yeah. If you had two guys there, you'd call her rotisserie chicken. You just <laughs> <laughs> well, if I, you suck it afterwards, you'll taste the olive oil. That's I'll be honest, you. though. That sounds like a Jersey sex move. Uh, uh, putting olive oil all over someone. I I don't know. It's like... I, what would you call it? The Jersey, the Jersey gyro. 
<laughs> Don't I give her the Jersey gyro last night? What's that? That's where I cover no, her pussy in olive oil. It, 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 it's a dirty Italian. Yeah, I cover her pussy in olive oil and I lay out I lay uh, my pichadil on it. Hey, put that on the spectrum. Yeah. That exists. Girls yep. like olive oil. Up, up. There are some wild people in the world, back. I'm, t- I'm telling you, man. What if that was your thing? What if you're like, oh, I just I can't fucking unless I'm covered in olive oil. <laughs> I got raped by Chef Boyardee as a child. <laughs> <laughs> Let's add some friction, though. Just put some salt and pepper yeah. just to, like, you know, make it a little rougher because this oil thing is too, yeah. Uh, you can melt butter, too. <laughs> 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 Let me get some butter, put it in a cup, and put it in a microwave. Is it oh, you don't own a microwave. That's right. You can't that, put it see, in the oven. That was the smell. I walked in. I didn't know what the smell was. <laughs> it's olive oil. <laughs> I don't know what you had planned for later tonight, Mac, but... <laughs> hey, you learn every day, man. Yeah, you do. See, you know, you know the interesting thing, when shit like that happens, and this is really... What I, I wanted to stop and ask so many questions. <laughs> I'm like, fuck it, all you want is. I so just extra, extra, extra virgin in the, in the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> you, you want to know... What is uh, this? This fascinates me. This really fascinates me. Is like whatever people are into. Like, what is the, what is the int- the intro? How did they get there? Yes, like the, somebody who's into the, the, this is a thing. Um, there's a, uh, I call it kibuki. Anyway, the art of tying, like you tie okay. knots yeah, around yeah. your body, right? And it's a thing. Sure. Just like people dress up like furries or a thing. Yeah. It's like, how do you get to that to where you're like, this is it? You get raped by your Boy Scout instructor? Possibly. Your knots aren't tied enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep working. <laughs> I was on a ship once. And I'll never forget that trip. <laughs> I do all the nautical knots, and next thing you know, I'm tied up like a hog. And now, yeah, now, now this is my thing. Yeah, it's like, everybody has that, though. Mm-hmm. You don't have that. I'm sure I have that. Let me think. Nobody's nobody's shows yo Jimmy. What's, what's my thing? Um, you know, well, okay, go ahead. Yeah, I'm trying to think. What would my thing? I I mean, my thing's a little too on the nose. It can't be like basic. It's pretty basic. What if you sound like a serial killer, like you were saying earlier? Yeah, like, that, that's the thing. And, what yeah. if the girl did? It, what if, if the girl just sounds like a serial killer? What if that was my thing? Yeah, just, like did because you. Well, it depends because you speaking in a calm voice means that you're 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 angry, but you're not showing it, mm-hmm. as opposed to the loud smiley face, right? Yeah. So if you do that, you know you're having you having angry sex, but you're being calm about it, and the girl matches you. Yeah. Same level of intensity. It's, it's, it's just like two Hannibal Bur- Hannibal Burris is Hannibal Lecter's fucking pretty each much. Other. Like- Wouldn't that creep you out? Yeah, we definitely create that. <laughs> like she just smashes you, and at one point she, she starts smiling and everything. Okay, okay, now this is normal. Once we're done, like mm. you go back to like you know smiling and laughing. But, he, but here, listen back. Here's the problem: it never lasts long enough for me to be able to tell what she's saying. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "Are you ready?" And I was like, "I'm done. I don't know about you." <laughs> she's already done. Like, what, what, what happened? Yeah. What happened? But she has to piss you off first, then. Yeah. For that to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to really, you know. Maybe put a tampon up your ass to see what happens. Yeah, she'll, you she'll get me drunk out of my asshole and then and then take take advantage take of advantage of me. Yeah, yeah. All right, ladies, uh, Jimmy's Clifford. Hey, <laughs> anyone want to tie me up and get me drunk? 
Do you have enough tampons in your purse? Because uh, Jimmy wants to experiment. Yeah. Yeah, let's figure it out. Hey, you never you never know until you try I, it once. I, you're like, oh, shit, this is it. You know, I've been looking for my thing. I'll tell you, I feel like if that happened, I would get caught up with like the wrong uh, things. Like, it, I wouldn't be able... This would happen. She like tried to put the tampon in my asshole, and then I would just find out that I have a very shallow asshole, and I would be self-conscious about it. And you would stop? I wouldn't stop, but the whole time I wouldn't be enjoying it. I'd be like, I bet you put it in such bigger assholes than mine. <laughs> Is there sizes to tampons? Small, medium, large? So. Yeah. There are? I mean, I don't know if small, medium, large. I think the way it goes is like small, medium, some... middle school librarian. As in the 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 thickness of? I don't fucking know, man. Not the string, but the, yeah, the, I mean, well, it doesn't it expand? Once it gets it's wet, it point. expands. Yeah, it's the whole point. But like the length, I imagine, matters. I guess. Man, we sound like two idiots. Right <laughs> you know what's funny? You know how that ball works, you know Jimmy? Funny? I imagine that they had the same conversation in the Texas Senate right before they're like, yeah, six weeks sounds like long <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> we don't really understand what a vagina no, is or no, how it works, but... It's called vagine, yes? Yeah. Okay, vagine. Okay, how do you... Ah, fuck it. <laughs> Done. Six... And then you can snitch. Yeah. You can fucking snitch. <laughs> $10,000. You know how many bounty fucking hunters going to be out there just busting your door open? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. All right. $10,000. $10,000. Even the Uber driver. The Uber driver can do it? Or no, you can, you can snitch on the Uber driver. Oh, wow. Who took you to the to abortion clinic or whatever. I'll tell you, as an Uber driver, I don't ask people shit. I don't ask where well, you're going. You could, I don't ask anything. Well, don't because somebody could sue your ass and make $10,000 because the girl you had behind on your back seat was pregnant and was about mm. to get an abortion. Yeah. Well, that's the world we live in, man. What are you going to do? Move out of Texas. <laughs> yeah. That's when, uh, that's then you have to live in Arkansas. Yeah. Who wants that shit? No, no, no. I'm not really. No, that, that is not my next choice. Yeah, what's your next choice? I don't know. Atlanta sounds good, yeah. but people sh- shit people there. Yeah. People I mean, should people, people here anyway. So it's not like it'd be, it'd be that big of a stretch. I don't know. I'll probably end up in New York again. Really? Is that where you were? Yeah. I was in New York for the past five years. Wait, New York, New York? Yeah, the city. Like in Manhattan or you Three years in the Bronx, two years in Brooklyn. Oh. Yeah, that'll that'll make you New York, New York. (laughs) Yeah. Like really New York, New York. I can't can't fuck with New York. No, I like to visit New York. I don't know if I can... I can't live there. No, too much? Yeah, too much. I I like the energy. I like the... And everybody says that, I'm sure, about New York, but... I love a city. A city that doesn't sleep. Mm-hmm. Paris is the same way. Like you can walk down the, on the docks of the Seine River, and then at one a.m., there's a bunch of people doing tango. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that shit. And so we don't have that here. And it's like it, you know, by nine o'clock, if you didn't go out and have dinner, you're done. You got to yeah. stay home, age Chef Boyardee. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and stick with the olive oil and put it in your girlfriend's ass, and that's yeah, your dinner. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> get, get out some bread. <laughs> Honey, we're, honey, we missed our reservation. You know what that means. <laughs> I got the bread. You got um, the oil. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have Italian still. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's what I love about, about New York. And do you go into the city a lot? Yeah. Like to do comedy or to yeah, just... Yeah, I did comedy for oh, the whole time I was there. Is that where you started? Mm-hmm. Where'd you, where'd you start? Uh, what club? Yeah. My first open mic was at this thing called the Laughing Buddha. Yeah, it's like that a, sounds like a Chinese restaurant. It's not even a Chinese. It's like this 
The Laughing Buddha is like a company, kind of like a like a rough cut comedy or like a oh, comedy okay. company, and then they go to different venues. So they was at this place called the Climate Lounge, which was this high priced hipster bar in the Lower East Side, and they would bring us into the basement and we would do comedy. You paid five dollars for five minutes, mm-hmm. and then once. Like when we'd all sit down, they said it was a bucket. It was never really a bucket. Mm-hmm. Would, they would pick who they like and then everyone else would go after that. But then people would just leave. So I remember like there were so many instances of me going up to two other people and then one or the two, sometimes both of them would leave during my set mm-hmm. and I would just be performing to literally no one. There, New York was rough. New York makes you appreciate how good Austin comedy is. Oh, I totally believe it. I mean, if like, again, like we were saying earlier, if you look at the caliber of comics that go that came out of there, it's like you gotta have a tough skin just oh, to make yeah, it in dude. New York. Yeah. Shout out to like all the comics that grinded up there, whether you you were started as a door guy or you were a barker on the street. Whatever. I barked for a long time. I, would you with that fucking loud mouth of yours? Yeah, yeah. I bet you. you could, who, could, who could hear you in the Bronx in Brooklyn? Even Staten Island was like, "Is Jimmy barking outside?" Yeah, that's me, baby. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, I mean, uh, kudos, man. I know it had to be tough, and that nah, we ain't got not that we ain't got shit here, but yeah, compared to those scenes, it's 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 no. But what's good is I'm growing so much quicker now because being in Austin, we have a lot better quality stage time. I agree, yeah. So I think when I go back, I'm going to be able to be much better and hopefully maybe booked a little bit more often. Are you leaving? No, not not for the time being. Like I'll be here until at least May when that's when my lease is up. But I like it in Austin, so I'll probably stay longer. Do you remember that, that first time on stage? Like what, what did you think? Oh, yeah. My first time on stage is... um. You just yelled the whole time? No, dude. I was so scared. I used to memorize my act and then just say exactly that. Like I really broke out of my shell in Austin. I would just go up at the Santa Cruz and... Bomb! I eat a I eat a dick every night for like a month straight. Serial killer voice or happy I would just, smiley I would, face. I would just be like, this Jimmy, hi guys. So here's my jokes. Blah 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 blah. And I would never really go too excited, and I would never really go too below. Like it was always right in the middle. Uh-huh. But now I think what really helped is I'm doing a lot more hosting now. That was yeah, and that really helps me just become more comfortable and more myself. And I think I've been doing much better on stage because of it. Not you're you do great at a host that uh dean told me the same thing too is like hosting it, it really develops another set of skills mm-hmm. that you don't have just as an open mic or going up and doing, totally. doing jokes because you have to yeah you have to interact with the crowd you have to think on the spot you have to i mean you're pretty much from the show so yeah uh yeah it's another it's another muscle that you gotta exercise i think every anytime you're on stage you just it's just another workshop that's totally. how that's how i think about it but yeah one of these days i'll get to that <clears throat> All right, let's get to the dope shit. What's, oh, yeah. what's your dope shit? Um, you know what my dope shit is? So there's an, it's not necessarily new. It's within the past year, but uh, an album by this band called Glass Animals. Mm-hmm. The album is called Dreamland. Dude, so dope. And the music video, dope, even more dope than the album. It's like Dreamland by, what's the name of the guy? Glass Animals. Glass Animals. Yeah, it's solid. Like it's names. like maybe 10, min, 10 tracks and they're all fire. And the album is just really cool, and it's like this independent thought, and like I don't know what I kind just, of music is it. It's like pop, fusion pop, synth. Yeah, it's yeah a little jazzy, bit of that. funk. Like, yeah, a lot of it. Uh, <laughs> a, it's pretty a cool. Bunch there's of some hyphens. rap on the album. There's you know some electronic tracks. There's is is it going to end up in a commercial? Yeah, probably. Kind of, that kind of music, probably. Oh, okay. All right, next next Downey commercial you probably heard. Yeah. <laughs> the he glass went, animals. <laughs> uh, have you ever heard that? It's, it's like, um, sometimes all I think about is you late nights in the middle of June. No, whatever. No, no I'm it's not, good. I'm not, I'm not from here. 
Yeah, I, 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 I like to put that card when it's something I don't know. They're say, English. I'm not from here. You're European. I'm African right now. Uh, right now? Yeah, okay. I identify as an African. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I get to switch. French, African, mm-hmm. Texan, uh, black. Honestly, my dope shit is... Uh, yes, I found out about this artist, keep it on the music tip, um, named Damu the Fudge Monk. The Fudge Monk? Yes. And I, at first, I found out about it because um, I'm a huge fan of We Funk Radio. I plug We Funk Radio anytime I can. It's the best. Fuck Spotify. Fuck Pandora, if you still use Pandora or a- Apple Music. We Funk Radio is two hours of solid Hip-hop, jazz, break beats, uh, funk, soul from all over the world. And it's an app? Uh, it's a website. Okay. But there's an Android app, actually. Uh, and they have over a thousand shows. So Hell yeah. WeFunkRadio.com. So the guy from WeFunkRadio, DJ Static, has a Spotify playlist that he ups- updates maybe once or twice a month. Mm-hmm. And then I was I just listened to it. And I'm like, who the fuck's done you the fudge monk? Like, I'm like, because... If you're going to have a rapper name, like have a dope name, yeah. like Raekwon the Chef, you know, Method Man, you know, Prodigy, Havoc, you know, Buster Rhymes, Damn You the Fudge Monkey. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I'm like, I can't think this is serious. And then listen to it. And that guy is spitting like the hip hop I like, mm-hmm. like with dope bars and, and rhymes. The beats are dope. So I started going back on Spotify and listening. It's been around for a while, apparently. So uh, that's what I said. I, I go on the ground. I just yeah. dig my head in the sand and go, fuck, fuck yeah. all this Drake Kanye bullshit. <laughs> fudge Monk all day. <laughs> fudge Monk, baby. You fudge heard it Monk. first. Damn you to Fudge Monk. And then it got co-signed by J-Live, who's one of my favorite MCs. And he's like, yo, check out this guy. And I'm like, yeah. This is this is one of the times where I, I really needed to tell J-Live on, on Twitter, hey, yes, I fuck with... <laughs> <laughs> you the fudge monk. Yeah. And he said liked and he goes, Dope. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I did give a shit that time. Nice. Uh but yeah, W the Fudge Monk, uh look it up on Spotify. He has a bunch of stuff out. It's dope hip hop. All right, where can people find you? All that good stuff. Uh you can find me on uh Instagram. I'm the Jimmy Clifford. No uh underscores or anything, it's just the Jimmy Clifford. And on you know, Facebook on YouTube, I'm Jimmy Clifford on Twitch. I'm Jimmy Clifford show. TikTok. TikTok, Jimmy Clifford show at Jimmy Clifford show. All right. Yeah, man. Follow, follow the, the human loudspeaker. Fuck yeah, baby. They just don't get on his bad side. He's he sound like a, he's about to kill you with a, uh, I don't like the way you're speaking. Right now, and I think you should slow it down a little bit I, back. I, I, I think you carry one of those like, strength things to strangle people. I do have one in my car <laughs> with my Don't garbage off. bags Don't and off. my zip ties. <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyway, uh, make sure you follow the feedback everywhere as always. Uh, coming up soon, I know Craig Fogola will be on the show. Uh, Jablar is going to be on the show. Uh, the lineup keeps growing and growing. Do me a favor. If you're a comic, you want to get on, holler at me. I mean, I, I, I get people that, that fuck with me. And uh, Jimmy, you've been very supportive. Fuck yeah, baby! Uh, between the workshops over in Flugerville and just being, <laughs> you know, nice guy with a big dumb smile on your face all the time because <laughs> that's what you, that's what I know you by. Now I know Hell you yeah. can fucking kill somebody <laughs> um, silently. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk to you next time. Ciao, ciao. Thanks, man. Peace. <laughs>